Welcome to Welcome to Welcome to Cell Shock Cell Shock Cell Shock Cell Shock Podcast Welcome everyone to the Cell Shock Podcast. I'm your host Rob Piggott, aka Jedi Fan Four Two One, and with me as always, I have Mr. Eric Bear, aka the Doc. What's going on, Eric? Oh, hi. I'm sorry. I just had to put my 3DS down. I was very distracted right now because this very large video game release that came out that I'm so excited for. I'm just thrilled today. Today's a great day. How are you? Hell yeah. Yes. I'm I'm very good. I'm also excited uh, for today and today's uh, big video game release that. We're going to be talking about a lot on today's episode, um, but you know, unfortunately, uh, Kelly is not with us today. She is at a concert, um, so replacing her this week, I have uh, permanently. Yes, permanent, permanently. Yeah. Do you guys know what concert she's at? Yeah, B One A K. Oh shit! Some it's a K-pop band. She, I forgot yeah, the... she literally described it to me as some K-pop band. So are they famous at all? Oh uh, yeah, they're. Okay. I mean, for I guess in Korea. <laughs> all right, so it's super ignorant to say that we don't know them. <laughs> Basically, but okay. uh, on, on that note, I'd like to introduce uh, our two guests today. today we have a uh, returning guest, uh, Max Farinato. What's going on, Max? I'm uh, doing good. Replacing Kelly sounds great. Um, suck it, Kelly. <laughs> and. Um, also with us today, we have a uh, new guest with us. We have uh, Adrian Jimenez. What's going on, Adrian? I don't know what you're going to say. We started with an M for a second. They're going to call me Miss or something. <laughs> That's rude. Hey, what's up? Uh, yeah, Adrian uh, and Eric are uh, also on their own podcast, the 4th Edition podcast. Um, currently on hiatus. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it's currently on hiatus, but I think you guys have a, a nice little archive of uh, of some episodes uh, for the good uh, listeners out there who want to give that a listen. Um, good stuff. You guys have really great chemistry together, and uh, I really enjoy that podcast. Thank you. Good podcast. Thank you. But um, before we get into the main crux of, uh, of what we want to talk about on today's episode... Uh, I guess we're uh, this is now becoming a recurring segment on the Cell Shock podcast, and that's viewer mail, folks. Never thought uh, we'd see the day. Never thought it would happen, but we got two emails in a row. Yeah, it hell yeah, it it happened, and uh, this email is this is a good one. This is uh, from a Mister Lewis Jane, um, okay. and this is a general question for for really everyone, not just. Uh, not specific questions like last time. So, Adrian, you're you're uh, more than welcome to jump in with an answer if you so do, if you so please. Do it. Um, so, uh, Lewis writes, uh, "Hey guys, I have just recently finished university and gone into full time work, which is great. Naturally, this leaves me with a huge lack of free time in comparison when I was at university, with video games being a huge part of my life and one of my main hobbies. I've had to really limit when I play." Uh, and what I play rather than buying and playing games all the time. This has really made me appreciate the medium a lot more, which is fantastic. However, the busier I get with my work and my life, 
I do find myself worrying that it really will fade away more and more. Like if I have a wife and kids, etc., I'll have even less free time. So my question is, does this type of thing worry you guys too? Not just video game wise, but for your hobbies in general. And how do you think you'll deal with it as you get older? Personally, I don't really think I will ever stop playing video games, but I think I will really will have to, I really will have to keep it limited for now at least. But I guess that's just a part of growing up. Thanks, Lewis Jane, aka Scatman Begins, Northampton, England. P.S. Hopefully, I'll see you guys at game days. Oh, so that is Lewis's question for us. Um. I guess I'll I guess I'll start with that, uh, Lewis. I'll I'll start with my response to that. Um, I think for me, um, it's definitely something you know that I'm already dealing with. Just going to college and and working on projects and stuff like that. I basically try and and play the few video games that I can here and there, just just to, for relaxation purposes, really, or uh, research for possible scripts for movies or something like that and uh you know it's it's just something you gotta really make the time for at the end of the day and uh some people do it for things other than video games but uh you know you just gotta at the end of the day if you make the time for it and and you really uh you know care about uh you know video games you'll i'm sure you'll be able to be able to have the time for it and uh i hope i'll be able to have the time for it as well but uh yeah there you go that that's that's my answer uh eric what do you what do you think about this question um it's something i definitely realize that as life goes on i'll have less and less time for it but one of the things you also have to consider is that um you know there there's a almost every adult adult out there is you know, has has a hobby that they do in their free time, even if it's a little bit of free time. Like, even if it's something like watching baseball, like going on a fishing trip. Like, every everyone has like a recreational activity that they get to at some point or another. And if and what I've realized is that like I think maybe like with just movies in general and maybe like video games, like those are my main hobbies. So those I think I'll always be doing no matter what, just because I know I will always be able to find at least a pinch of free time to do those throughout my daily life. Maybe not every day, maybe just once or twice a week, maybe once or twice a month, but I know it'll still be a part of my life in some capacity because there's many adults. I'd say a majority of adults out there are who have hobbies that they're getting out of the way. And there, there's not many people out there who are, I don't think do anything, but that, Unless you're unless you're like trying to support like a you know a really big family or something like that, I think I think you'll be able to make fine time for the stuff that you are most passionate about when the time comes in the future. Uh, so so it's not something I worry about. I worry about having less time, but I don't worry about it being not a part of my life anymore. I think it'll always be something that I'll make time for. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a really good response. Um, Adrian, what what do you think though? Do you have a uh, an answer, I guess, to Lewis's question. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but when I see games that are like super long now, you know, when they, you know, back in the day, when you got a game, you wanted that game to like last 200 hours, you know, you yeah. want to keep playing that game. Now, if I see a game that's like 200 hours, I, I just want to skip it. I don't even want to bother. <laughs> uh, the shorter the game, the better. Like, I can yeah. get through it, I can talk about it, and not just have a half experience there 
Um, it's I, I don't feel like I'm going to play less games. I just feel like I'm going to have less patience to, for long games because over the course of the past like couple years, I've had progressively less time to just sit down and play a game. And um, aside from like GTA Five, I haven't really just sat down and played like a really big full game like that, mm-hmm. like 40, 50 hour game. Um, that doesn't mean I'm not going to spend 50 hours because I, I I recently got into Hearthstone about two months ago, put up a solid like 70 hours in that game. Wow. But that's because that that's that's a game you can play for 15, 20 minutes, and and come back to it like a couple times a day. Yeah, I you can't do that with a game like. You know, Xenoblade or, you know, even like Dark Souls. Dark Souls, if you leave that game for more than like a week, you're lost. Um, I don't necessarily think I'm going to have less time for games. I just worry that I'm just going to be stuck to just the same couple games because I just really can't can't find time for a lot of these games anymore. Sure. Sure. I mean, it's definitely a big thing to think about. As you get games older. are games are long. There's yeah. there's a lot of yeah. games and and people complain about like ten hour games and that's still like that's a solid like you know, that's a solid like week adventure for you if you just don't have time. I can see that for some kids, you know, yeah. especially during summer break. That's a solid like day for them if they just barge through it. But you yeah. know, the longer the game, it it just gets it gets difficult to just find the time for that. Definitely, definitely, especially for like uh, more story driven games can be really long. Um, for sure, it can definitely. Uh, if that's the one game you're playing, and it's like you know 50 hours long, I mean that could, you may not beat that for months at a time or something, mm-hmm. depending on how much time you have. Uh, you know, another reason why I think it doesn't bother me so much that I maybe have like would maybe have less time for games is I'm also naturally the kind of person who, when I find something that I like or enjoy, I'll very naturally just spread it out and consume it at a very slow rate. So, like, yeah. there's a book I'm reading, I'll maybe only read a little bit a day. Or if there's, like, a show I'm watching, I maybe only watch, like, one or two episodes of this thing a day. And same with games, I'll only play a little bit a day. So it's something I already kind of naturally do just on my own because that's why I like to consume things yeah. that I like. So I think uh, I think getting through things at a slow rate also doesn't bother me because I sort of just do that now anyway. <laughs> yeah. you, uh, you've so- been doing that. For a long time, I remember when uh, Mega Sixty Four Version Three came out. And oh, you, you, uh, my, my DVD took like way too long to get to me, like a month after it came out. Yeah, and I remember you kept telling me to do the, uh, the one episode a day challenge thing. Yeah, and I, I, I'm the opposite of you. If I see something I like, I'll barge through it. Like, <laughs> yeah, like Lost, I went through the like for the first five seasons in like two weeks. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Breaking Bad, I just ran through that entire series. So I like just enjoying a massive amount of, of one good thing at once. So I I got four days into your challenge, and I was like, all right, I just got to watch the last two. I yeah, <laughs> I, I remember the the version three challenge was really funny because Rocco was like, hey, do it this way. It might be cool. And everyone was like, yeah, I'm going to do that. So many people signed on to it. And then I think I know like maybe one or two other people ended up doing the one episode a day thing like me. Like once the DVD was out, people were just like, fuck this. Yeah, right. I know. Yeah, a lot of people did that. And I was going to because you were yeah. telling me. I didn't know you were just naturally that person. I thought like you were legitimately telling me like, no, it's it just it's so much better. You can just sit on the episode. You can like soak it in. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there. I'm just like, I just I just need to watch the last two yeah. episodes. <laughs> it's right there. Right. Max, what do you think about all this? Um, you know, I uh, yeah, I mean, I express similar sentiments. I think I'm more with Eric as far as say trying to complete something. I used to be able to 
concentrate on one really long thing when I was younger. But you know, nowadays, like I, I unfortunately love JRPGs, so uh, you know, like oh god, getting <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that, getting every time you see like one of those that you like, that that's a solid. Like you have to separate a week of your life for that oh totally but i find myself you know just pecking at them slowly now and eventually finishing them like i managed to actually finish xenoblade uh god when did that come out here was that two years ago now something like that was in 11 or 12 i think it must have been 12 because i think 12 i think yeah yeah, there was a good two-year gap from when japan got it but anyway so i mean like right now i am playing a tales game and i'm and uh I have uh, Disgaea D2 still in its wrapper, and so yeah, I'm I'm one of those JRPG fans where I love these things, but I just you know I just need to take them slowly. Um, but anyway, I I know that for me especially because I want to get into the industry and I'm actually working on projects with people. Um, you know, I like I will always. Even if I wasn't working on these projects, I would always have this as part of my life, and uh, you know, I, I just have to approach it differently. I think, yeah, like you can still keep it your hobby, but uh, you just can't approach it like when you were ten uh, or you know younger. Of course. So, um, yeah, it's. Uh, I don't think it'll go away. Even if you have a family, uh, you know, everybody should have a hobby something mm-hmm. they love to do and plus you, can you know get your kids in the game in the yeah games, you, you know get, you, and, ex- and your wife exactly. maybe yeah exactly you i don't think you're gonna necessarily thing. lose your hobby it's gonna morph into how you approach your hobby exactly, exactly. Yeah. i right. agree with that 100 percent. because um, ha- having no hobbies is dangerous as a famous quote once said all work and no play <laughs> makes jack a dull boy <laughs> you know makes Makes complete sense. Do you want your life like that movie? No. Or that book? No. If you work too much, just watch The Shining and then realize you should get out there and do something you like before you keep working again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. But, um, keep your hobby. Definitely. Definitely. That's, that, that's the biggest thing to take away from this, Lewis, is don't lose your hobbies. And watch The Shining. <laughs> yes, and watch the show. I've never seen The Shining. Oh it's my really, god! Oh my it's, lord! <laughs> it's really good, dude. I I didn't watch it until maybe the past. Oh, maybe I watched it back in. I watch. I know I watched it later than I should have, and it still holds up. It's really oh, awesome. Yeah. Is it on Netflix? Because no. Of that? no. Uh, wow. How, how do I end up watching? I just gotta buy it on Amazon, probably, huh? Yeah. I mean, you can get like uh, you can probably uh, get it on the cheap too, like Blu-ray, DVD on the cheap. Or even stream it. I have no idea. Yeah, I'll have to look through that. Because, yeah, that's, that's on my bucket list of things to watch, I know. I'm yeah, absolutely. Fan. Especially that, with yeah. Halloween coming up. There you go. Yeah, that movie still holds up. You know what? That was a movie for years and years. I had seen, like, so many clips of it, but never the full thing that, together. Yeah. That's where I'm Same at right here. now. Until, like, I think two years ago, I finally saw the whole thing in one sitting, and, yeah, that definitely held up. It was like, I've seen all this shit together, and it's just like, okay, that's classic. But seeing it all together is just so... It's hypnotic. It's weird. It really draws you in and unsettles you. It's it, it's got it's got a good thing going for it when you watch it all together. It's good. Definitely worth it. It is. It is. It's a. It's like all of others, like all the other Stanley Kubrick films. It's it's a classic. But um, yeah. But Lewis, once again, thank you so much for your question. That was a really great question. Um, and once again, if anyone uh 
any of the you good li- any of you uh, listeners out there want to send us an email question whatever you can send it to cellshockpodcast at gmail.com that's cellshockpodcast at gmail.com all one word um and once again thank you so much lewis for your question but uh yeah i guess uh fan mail's over guys so i guess so uh, we can get to uh Dump it the crumpet. Let's get to the meat. Let's get the meat and bones mm. of this the, cast. The meat, mm. the, the, yes. the heart mm. of the matter. Mm. 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 Throw some sauce on that. Hell yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, a little video game called uh, Super Smash Brothers uh, for the 3DS came out today. Yeah, it And, did. Uh, yeah, I, I think you can safely say that we've all have been playing it almost nonstop for the past uh for the past few hours now can i can i tell you last night i went to the midnight release and i got it and i played until probably three in the morning only because my battery died and (laughs) i went to and i went to bed and i was having dreams about playing it and i could have sworn i was like like shaking in my sleep because i was just like uh no gotta get more trophies and coins (laughs) because because I managed, I managed to play all the different modes, and they're all like addictive in their own little way. I haven't touched Smash Run yet. I need to do yeah, that. Me too, man. It's yeah, good. I, I need to, I need to, I need to play that too, like the full like version. Because I think I talked about this uh, uh, many podcasts ago, uh, Max. I think you were on for this. We talked about all the Smash Brothers news out of E3. Yes. And I talked about the fact that I got to have a hands-on demo at Nintendo World, and I got to play the Smash Run for the 3DS version. But that was still just a demo. I don't know how different it's changed from that to the final it's release. It's the same. So, it's pretty oh, much the same. Oh, then I, I played it. That if, I, I played it at the, at the Best Buy they were throwing it out. Okay. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, I da- I went to the midnight launch too last night. Except I wasn't buying it. I was downloading it. But I went to go hang out because it was a tournament there. Oh, nice. Oh. And. I thought I was going to be so sly. I downloaded it at 10, at 10 o'clock. I'm like, dude, I'm going to download this, have it done in like an hour. Everyone's going to be like, looking at my 3DS. Like, oh, yeah, it's a game early. Because of all the interference and being on GameStop's uh, Wi-Fi, I was at 33% at midnight. Uh, oh, <laughs> no. So everyone had their copy. It was playing it. I'm like, well, fuck that. Yeah, that's crazy. Honestly, last night is probably the most traffic eShop has ever had. I'm sure. Uh, dude, oh, you know, I'm sure. Was the eShop down? I wanted when I closed my 3DS. Was it down at all? Because remember, Pokemon Bank got destroyed. You guys remember that? Oh, yeah, it's right. Uh, I, I, I do actually. Now that you think of it, now that I think about it, yeah. Um, I, I do remember that, but no. From I, I didn't try to download it, but from what I heard, uh, no one. Uh, people had people were getting errors when they were trying to download it, but there, I don't think eShop went straight down or anything. Yeah, because I I had a few people tell me that they had errors. One of the guys that I was trying to download had errors, but I'm I, I I'm happy Nintendo got their game together. Because yeah, if if you don't know out there, uh, around Christmas time the uh, Pokemon Bank came out for 3DS, a little app that you can uh, online store your Pokemon. That's a free download, and everyone tried to download it ASAP. That it just destroyed the eShop for like I think a solid day, yeah. and they just delayed wow. the Pokemon Bank for like a month. Wow. Yeah, I remember that. You know, I, I bet they were prepared for Smash. I bet they weren't yeah. prepared for that. They, they, oh, you yeah. know, they were pretty They were pretty uh, progressive. They even put out the update for the game prior yeah. to telling you yeah, right. to update. Yeah, to download the update first. Mm-hmm. So when you, look at, 
Yeah. When you look at like how they've been preparing this game, like they've been nonstop promoting this thing online. You know, I, it's it's no wonder like they know that this thing is like a sure thing, and they certainly as hell need a a big hit. Like not not that their other games weren't doing well, but they need a huge hit. So uh, I could see that a lot of their resources were definitely being managed to make sure this was going as smooth as possible. Yeah, they, they just need to crank it to eleven for the Wii U version with the. To- arc oh, totally. Definitely. Absolutely. And I mean, the commercials that they put out for the 3DS version were pretty cool, so I think that helped is, in its is, own Is way. anyone else kind of slightly worried about that? What? Like, I'm I'm cool with the 3DS version, happy with the 3DS version. I'm just slightly worried that the Wii version isn't going to be as as uh, successful as they kind of initially wanted it to. Because I, I was on the assumption that they were uh, originally shooting for a simultaneous launch. Oh. I think that's what they were going for, but they realized that bug testing mm. the Wii version was a lot harder. No, well, no. Sakurai said like even a year or two ago, like that they were probably going to come out at different times, just because okay. he said the development for the 3DS one was going a lot faster than the Wii U one. So. Okay, yeah, okay, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, never mind. Yeah, um, I feel like the the Wii U one's going to be great in its own way. Yeah, people want that console experience. They want yeah. like the yeah. friends around yeah. a TV shit going on. But definitely there are some people like us that just, you know, really like the portable smash, just able to take it on the go anywhere you want. So I'm hoping the connectivity is pretty good. That way it incentivizes it a little bit more. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. It has a it has a stupid Wii U uh logo right the front start of the yeah. game. Yes. So, so that is so you actually use your you can actually use your three D S as a controller for the Wii U one if you who's, so wish. Who's gonna do that? Uh, I might just to try it out, but probably not. I'm gonna use that GameCube controller day one. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, me too. Um, Honestly, I see it as like a breaking case of emergency controller. Like you don't have enough. Yeah, yeah that makes here. sense. That does make sense. Yeah, that that that's all I see it as. But otherwise, yeah. yeah. And I mean, I don't even have a Wii U yet, so I'm just waiting for that. Hopefully, that Smash uh, Wii U bundle. So. And oh I'm yeah. Gonna be picking it up. Yeah. Start ready for that. That that would be great. And then I'll get the I'll probably I'll probably fucking get the GameCube controllers, so whatever. That that's such a fan service thing of them to do. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised they did that. Didn't they uh have everyone use GameCube controllers at the um the E three tournament? At the invitational they were using yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know what? Uh it's it's really funny that they were promoting those. I mean, I understand why. But I was just watching some old Brawl videos um, the other week, mm-hmm. like back when it was at E3 in like 2006, 2007, and when they were showing it off there, and they, you know, it was like, hey, here's Sonic and here's Snake, and I was watching them like, like demo it, like, like press conferences and shit, like, 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 like the smaller conferences they yeah. do, just to show, like, hey, here's how the game actually works step by step, and they were showing the different controller options, and like, they were, it was like complete opposite back then. They were trying so hard to like, yeah, so here's the Wii Remote and Nunchuck option. I think you guys <laughs> just really are gonna love this. You know, it's once you get your hands on it, you realize how simple it is. It just, you're gonna, you're gonna realize that this is. Like it just simplifies everything so much. It's way easier to do than any other <laughs> controller option. And you could, they were trying to like sell the other controller options so hard back then. And I'm like, wow, now it's just complete 180. Like, and, uh, now it's just like, was... yeah, the old controllers are back. Have them. 
Yeah. There was one guy at the tournament last night who just kept asking for anyone so he can use a Wii Remote and Nunchuck, and everyone's like, really? <laughs> <laughs> I, my, one of my uh, friends from college, he only played with a Wiimote, and he was, like, not bad either. I was just like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what? Like, Yeah, I, that boggles me. I, the, even the Nunchuck, fine, but, man, the Wii Remote sideways, no way. Yeah, I mean, I, I respect you if you can play really well with that thing. Uh, it's just like, it's just so, ugh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, so um, 3DS. Yeah, the 3DS version, I mean, what do you guys think of the of the controls and, and just how does it feel to have, like, Smash as, like, a portable, on a portable system now? Completely it's, fine with it. I'm used to it at this point, I guess. Going into it, I didn't think it was going to be, like that great uh i think it makes do just the way it does just fine like it works yeah this for, for me it's actually a little surreal because i feel like um around the time that brawl was starting to come out or that was getting hyped or a little before a little after that i was actually thinking i was like man you know you know ds now this had this this, this system has 3d graphics on it and it looks great and I, I just want to see Smash Bros. on a handheld so much now. Like, I think that'd be really cool to have, like, a portable Smash that you could take anywhere because I just love playing this game so much. <laughs> but, and, I, and, and then, uh, and I, I wanted that for so long, and then when the 3DS came out, I was like, this, these graphics look great. When they started showing games for it, I was like, this looks great. And I, like, one of my first thoughts was, like, this feels like the time they could do a Smash for a handheld. This is the time now. Like, I, I hope they had to do that. That'd be so awesome, but I don't think they ever will because this has always been such, like, a console franchise. So I remember when they first announced it, I was, like, way stoked. I was, like, flipping my shit there was going to oh, be yeah. a handheld smash i couldn't believe it oh yeah but obviously now i've had like years to warm up to the idea uh so it wasn't until i actually was holding into my hands playing it that i was like whoa like se- seven eight years ago like this was my dream and now it's like here and i didn't think it would happen so it- it's really cool in that regard um but in general yeah i still think it works like the controls i don't think feel bad or anything i think they feel very natural especially with the xl because i actually yeah. just uh, upgraded to my XL today. I bought an XL. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. Um, because I got an XL like a week ago. I bought the Super Smash Bros. one. Okay. And just today, actually, I did all the system transfer stuff while I was waiting for my copy to be uh, delivered. I did, Is that I did... easy? Yeah. yeah. No, it, it's it's relatively easy. Like, oh, I'm, system... I'm surprised at how easy it is. System transfer? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The only thing I'd recommend doing before it is uh, if, if you're using the SD card it came with, the 2 uh, gigabyte or whatever, the 3DS XL will come with a 4 gigabyte which is bigger, so you're going to want to like take that and like with your computer, like drag and drop the files and put them all in the new card and format the old one and stuff like that. Right. Um, so then yeah, you want to do that and then honestly, there's just the thing in the options that says system transfer and it's like, just, just yeah, do you want to send or receive? Send from this system, receive from this system and it literally carries... All of the system information, everything from your friend code to your eShop information to like literally it just makes yeah street pass information. All my street passes are there. I was so happy about wow. That. Like it, it just makes a like a direct like mirror image copy almost and puts it there and formats the old system after that. And then you, and then once it's all done, you just have to switch the SD cards and that's it. It's 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 so fucking easy. Once again, that's- I very strange for Nintendo for that to be so easy, but yeah. Um, it takes a while though. Like it takes like. Yeah. 
on their site it said it might take up to 40 minutes but for me it took somewhere between like maybe 20 minutes and a half an hour for it all to transfer but it worked that's you know, great that doesn't, that doesn't sound so bad if i guess how much stuff did you have on your 3ds originally like like how many games or apps or whatever um i was filming i was really like breach it like breaching the surface of my two gigabyte card so i probably have like a little over two gigabytes worth of stuff but yeah i don't know i had like you know maybe a dozen virtual console games like uh maybe a little bit less of like original 3dsware games like a bunch of save data a lot of street pass information yeah i don't know i had a pretty good chunk of stuff hmm, um, cool i was chilling on eight gig and it was probably about 45 minutes i think yeah but, but yeah, no, it, it's really easy if you ever want to upgrade a system. It, it works very easily to, for the system transfer. Uh, awesome. But yeah, I, I did that today, and uh, so I've had a chance to try Smash with both the original and the XL. And I, I didn't mind the original, but when I, I did notice my hand cramping at certain points, and I realized that this might be better once I get on an XL, and yet once I got on the XL, uh, it, it, just, just, it just feels a lot fuller in your hands. It really feels like and almost full controller. So the the bigger screen really helps because it's super chaotic. Oh, definitely. Um, I already felt that on the demo when I was playing the demo on my original model. That the everything was getting really tiny when it would zoom out, and then I felt like there were some stages. But that only has one stage. But there were some stages in. Um, because I, I was playing the full game a little earlier on the XL, there are some stages that zoom out even farther that I look like stuff... Some stuff almost looked tinier on the full game, on my XL, than it looked on the Battlefield in um, on the original model. It was it was really weird to see. So yeah, I'm really glad because I can't imagine how some of the stuff would look on the original. Oh, yeah, they had to do sure. that whole feature where if you tap the bottom screen, you can put an, or a square around your character. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, I think that I think that's that's can be good for just keeping track of yourself sometimes for sure. Really, really quick, anyone super worried about potentially just ruining their 3DS handheld with Smash? Oh, I'm not because I even though I'm I'm like I try to be as quick as I can. I'm still I still mindful of being gentle. Um, uh, I'm wondering, yeah, like what amount, like what kind of pressure those 3DSs went under that caused them to rip that rubber piece off. Oh, yeah, yeah I heard about yeah, yeah. that. Jesus. Yeah. Well, well, you know, I'm not too insanely worried about those because uh, some people found out, obviously, while I was in Japan, is that uh, the way you accumulate coins is not just by your performance or anything. It's by how many times you move the circle pad. Oh. So oh, wow. if you move the circle pad left and right, not, not in a circle, but, like, left and then center it, then right and center it, you'll get a lot of coins constantly just do that the entire match huh and uh that's how some people were doing it over there and lo and behold their circle patch yeah oh they got greedy yep they flew too I'm, close to the sun i'm just i'm just slightly worried about how how durable these things are yeah that that's a, that's the thing for sure i mean when they made the 3ds i don't know if they were anticipating that there would be a, a fighting game as intense as Smash on it one day, so who they knows? They had Street Fighter Four on on the get go. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, forgot about that. Yeah, I totally hopefully. forgot about that too. But yeah, hopefully mm. it holds up. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not too worried because a majority of the not all of them, but a majority of the um this the circle pad accidents have been with original model uh, 3DSs. Apparently, the XLs are a lot sturdier, and I feel like I could feel it too. I don't know if it was just three um. 
if it just felt this way because of three years of use or what, but I felt like the circle pad on my original model felt a lot looser than the one on my new XL does now. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you played your 3DS a lot, though, right? I, I did, a, a pretty good amount. I, I went through a lot of games. I played through Kid Icarus Uprising twice on that thing. I played a lot of Mario Kart. So much Mario yeah, Kart. Yeah, it, it's definitely the, the, the... You wore it down, yeah. Yeah, I, I probably... It was probably the wear, so... Yeah, yeah but but, but uh, the XL, I, I think, still feels uh, pretty sturdy, otherwise. Yeah, yeah Which one, red or blue? Oh, I went red. And, uh, man, I have to, I just have to emphasize that, like... I was a little bit iffy on the design beforehand, but I think that that thing looks so much better in person outside of the promo images. The promo images look the color, make the color colors uh, look a lot more dull than they actually are. Like the the red just has a good shine to it that really works well with the character design and everything. It, it, it's a really good looking system. Yeah, for sure. But um, what do you guys all think of the controls of the 3DS version so far? How has it been getting used to the the controls of it? Uh, isn't that what we just talked about the controls or oh i mean well i guess sort of like for me it's because been... it because it, it's the same st- stuff otherwise like yeah. a to smash b to attack yeah but as far as like the translation you mean like going from say gamecube controller to this and yeah you know can you perform your tilts and your smashes easily yeah i guess yeah that's what i mean i guess some of the more like advanced moves how has Uh-oh. it been for you guys, I guess? Yeah, I'm, I'm able to do short hops really easily. I was surprised. I was, like, doing, like, I mean, I, it's also a testament to the game as well, but, like, I have no problem. I obviously turned off tilt to jump. Uh, I don't know why that's default on. I know. I guess because I, cause there's a lot of people I know who tilt to jump. I and do like, that still. I do that still. You do that still? <sighs> It's just it's just a mechanic that I grew up with Smash. I did in the N sixty four version, and I, I I just play a match with with it off, and it wasn't happening. And I was like, I, I don't I don't see the point of switching over when this already works for me. So I just always went off. I sink yeah, in fair. like way too many hours into the demo, mm-hmm. and I I I was I'm I'm kind of like throwing my weight on Mega Man right now, yeah. and his his up tilt, which is like his um yeah like a Shoryuken. Yeah, that's a good move. Is, is is a great move, but the thing is, when you have tilt jump on, hmm. you have to pretty much hop before you can do that move, and it becomes a big hassle. Yeah, it, it's it's trickier. Uh, you you just for that, I think if if you don't push it all the way up, you won't jump. If you just if you just uh, push the controllers to the slide pad up halfway, you you'll be able to do the uppercut. But uh, the way I was I was I, having yeah. a. To avoid that was you'd have to run over and then slide it kind of like a quarter circle oh. up to there. And it was like, yeah, I, I'm not doing this. But, so. yeah, I, I understand, like, the micro difference between those two moves can be a little bit uh, much to try to calculate within the action of Smash Bros. <laughs> I'm, I'm very surprised you've kept Tilt Jump on, though. I mean, I, I can see if, you, if you've started with it, I can see you keeping it. Yeah, no yeah, it, it. yeah, exactly. Like, I grew up with it. I, did, I actually had no idea that you could... There was a button to press a jump until years after Brawl came out. Wow, really? Really? <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know. I was like, oh, you can press that button and it jumps. I was like, well, I've already played it this way for like <laughs> over a decade, so I don't know if that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Um, it, no, go you know, Speaking of that uh, Mega Man's uppercut, that's been such a great edge guarding move because, I mean, like, 
what I do a lot is, you know, I would slide into somebody, then use it. But Mega Man, if you're like right near the edge and use it, Mega Man like will always grab onto the ledge right after because it just puts him just over to put him into that sweet spot to grab the ledge. Oh. Huh. So you can actually, I don't know, it's, it's, it is a very, very good move. I, guess I, I haven't been using it as much because of the tilt, but yeah. now I turned that off, so I'll probably mess around with that. His, his, um, his, uh, down spike is so good. Oh, it's so, so when good. You got the, when you got the timing down, oh my god. Oh. What um, did, yeah, I guess then what, uh, what characters have you guys been playing the most as so far? I, I've been playing a lot of, uh, a Little Mac myself. Little Mac is fun. He Little is Little Mac fun. is a lot of fun. He is is the fact that he can KO people just with his normal attacks is just so great. He's just, you, he's, you a, can, he's a little brawler. It's really you cool. can knock a solid like twenty percent in in the solid like maybe two hits that someone else oh, yeah. is gonna have to work towards. Jeez, um, I'm really really bummed that his his KO meter is is incredibly like it's like a falcon punch where you have to like set that up yeah way ahead of time and oh, just yeah. have the perfect perfect time for it because. I feel like I'm never gonna see that in a in a pro game. Just how long it takes for a setup for the KO to hit. Yeah, but uh, sure. Little Mac is a lot. Little Mac, I think by far is like my 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 like most fun character. Just kind of mess around with. Yeah, he's probably my new favorite character, personally. But uh, I still haven't played all all of the characters yet. I've, I've yeah. played about maybe like three quarters of them so far. But I need to get my hands on all of them before I make my final judgments or whatever. We Fit Trainer's fun too. Yeah, yeah. Um, She's fun. I, you know, I has anyone put playing Pac Man at all? I, I haven't little, tried him yet. I played a little bit of Pac Man. He he's he's his like all his attacks like his his uh, his B move is very interesting because it's not like it's it sets up a line and pulls and the his momentum carries him into the other player for the damage and it's really interesting to to play as Pac Man. Pac-Man is a, is a very quirky character. Yeah. A lot of fun. I think the the only thing that's keeping me from ever wanting to play him even longer is how the big lag on his grabs. Oh, yeah. He does a, a Galaga kind of grab, but it takes a solid, like, almost like a second to Oh, that's his it. grab? Yeah. Oh, my God. I was wondering. I thought At first, I thought that was, like, a side B or something. Oh, no, but I guess his side B is lining up the dots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, that's his grab, crap. and it's, it's, it's a long lag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, I'm, I'm trying to mess around with him because I have a friend that hates Pac-Man. <laughs> I really want to mess around with that game, but man, I'm, I can't. It, his grab is just so slow. Oof. Uh, um, yeah, like I said I've been playing a lot of Mega Man. Uh, mm-hmm. So much. I've not been really a Mega Man fan at all. I bought Mega Man X on Wii U. I just haven't gotten around to it. I and and I played Mega Man at a Smash Fest, and his character sucked. Like, he was just not good. And they beefed him up a lot during the demo. And I've been pretty much putting hours and hours and hours into Mega Man. Mm-hmm. So much that I, when that sale was going on, I went and bought Mega Man 1 and 2. Just to be like, I should probably, I should probably actually try out this character that I'm just so devoted to right oh, now. Oh, fuck, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you know what? Yeah, you should definitely play those games. Because what I find myself actually doing in most battles... Uh, except for like extreme situations, is I almost end up playing them like a Mega Man game. Like I keep my distance from enemies and like Mega Buster to wear them down, and then when it when the time is right, I actually get in close, like I would with a Robot Master, and like try to like use the super like the like the weird moves uh, yep. regularly. Like, and, I, and I end up charge shotting too when it's like just right. Like I feel like I end up do timing a lot of 
uh, moves in Smash Bros. The same way I time uh, attacks against enemies and bosses in the regular and Mega see, Man games. And, and that's the interesting thing, because uh, I've been looking at some, uh, some character analysis videos that some of the pros have been doing with the Japanese version and just been, like, dissecting every character. Mm-hmm. And everyone's saying that Mega Man isn't a Smash character. He is Mega Man. Yeah. Someone just yeah. copy-pasted Mega Man and put him in Smash. And the funny thing is, is that is jarring to me now because I put a solid 10 hours into the demo with just Mega Man alone. Yeah. And I was like, all right, trying to play Mega Man 1. I started playing that. I started playing, like, I play a really aggro Mega Man. Like, when I'm playing in Smash, I, I get all up in your face. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just throwing you off the edge, trying to spike you constantly. And I'm throwing, and, and Mega Man, that is not what you do. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm running in there, just shooting right away. I just oh. I get destroyed. Yeah, so you, I'm like, yeah, okay. So I I think I messed myself up. <laughs> yeah, somewhere with, with the, yeah, it's with that platforming, you definitely need to be very strategic because different enemies do different things. And it's all about memorization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's that's so cool that they they've been Mega Man got so much like fan service just in that yeah game. It's like mm-hmm. it's it's awesome to see, especially if you guys haven't seen. Uh, go YouTube this the. Uh, Mega Man Final Smash at the Invitational. Oh, oh that yeah. was great. That was mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I've shown people who are just not really video game fans at all, and they're just like, that blows my mind. That it's it. That's like a sporting event. Mm-hmm. Like you just see everyone just get so excited over this animation that they're going to see it hundreds and hundreds of times in the next however many years. But they're just so excited to finally see that. It, it's it's ridiculous to see how awesome that character's getting. Yeah, oh, it, yeah. Was, it was big. It's amazing uh, that they captured his essence so well in this game. Like that's like I was playing. God, I was playing PlayStation All Stars, which is a, <laughs> a piece of. I, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but personally, I've, I've platinum that game twice, and I still don't really care about it. Yeah, I. <laughs> wow. Oh my god, <laughs> dude. I was like, I. I mean, just being. I guess spoiled because of Smash. That thing felt so clunky and just so like like none of the characters they felt. Maybe maybe it's a virtue of the characters, but none of the characters I felt like had an air of like yeah, no personality. Like when I see how Marth runs and jumps and and attacks, I'm like, that's Marth. That's that makes sense. Or how Link Link goes. It's yeah. Yeah, like even like Pac Man being like so quirky. But man, when you're playing like Kratos, you don't feel like Kratos. You're just you're just playing these like almost like faceless characters, even though they're supposed to be mascots. Yeah, exactly. Um, I have to admit, I actually. PlayStation All Stars compared to Smash, it's a turd. But on its own, I think it. it, it uh, on its own, I think it's actually a pretty good attempt at being a different game because there's a different objective to it, and it really changes the way you have to think about the match and your play style and what you're going to do here and there. Um, so I think it, it was a really good attempt at a game, and it can still even be fun if you just don't think about, oh well, you know, why don't we just play Smash Bros. The whole in a time? world but where, true. in a world where Smash Bros. didn't exist, PlayStation All Stars would be an excellent uh, game. But uh. Yeah, but I have to admit, like, I know what you mean by most characters are faceless, but I, the character I'm probably best at in PlayStation All-Stars is uh, Spike from Ape Escape. And just like Mega Man, <laughs> I play Spike the same way I play, um, I, I, pl- I play like an Ape Escape game with him. Like, I, I, I just wail on people until I get my, like, first level smash up, which is just the net, and then I just go around capturing people like they're fucking monkeys like I do in Ape Escape. <laughs> <laughs> like, nice. I, I literally just use Ape Escape logic to, like, win the fights in that game. I just use that one smash on everyone. That's just, like, this is the equivalent to capturing monkeys in Ape Escape. <laughs> See, uh, I, I almost feel like with that game, they should have just, just mocked it 100% and made it like Smash. I think I probably would have enjoyed it more. I feel like relying on, on the supers 
made it such an uneven game because some some character supers you can knock out all three characters like right away. Yeah. Uh, some characters like first supers you can knock out maybe one if you're lucky. Yeah, it, it, it's got balance issues. I definitely admit that. Yeah. Um. I, I mean, I don't hate the game. Obviously, I platinumed it on Vita and PS3. Right. Um. It was enjoyable for what it was, but. I mean, it's. I feel like it, I would have. I would have no qualms with the game if they just went straight up like this is a Smash clone and just play it exactly like Smash. Got to knock them off the stage, do whatever. I know they couldn't do that. I, w- I wouldn't. Have yeah. That, though I would be totally fine with it. Honestly, if, if they did that though, I have like no defense for it for people because the first thing I always say to people is that like it tries to do something different than Smash. Like listen to this because people are always just like it's fucking Smash. It's fucking Smash. Ripple. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. I, 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 yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. I actually do. I, I do also respect the fact that they tried to do something different by making the objective building up that meter so you could actually KO people. I thought that was actually yeah. a good concept executed, not in the best way. Right. Um, yeah, no, that that part was actually pretty cool. OK, quick tangent to everyone in here. Why don't more companies utilize the Smash Bros or PlayStation All Stars like idea and just throw all their mascots into a game? I was probably money issues, licensing nightmare. Because is it well if you're owning the the studios? I don't understand how that's an issue. I think a lot of oh in Nintendo's case, they a lot of their characters are like first party or core franchises. Like they they own the rights to those characters. But if you look at something like PlayStation, like actually, I'm I'm even surprised playstation all-stars happened because there are a lot of characters in there from a lot of different companies that sony doesn't necessarily own the rights to but they managed to actually get all of them in like I, it was weird seeing big daddy because he's not really a I, okay he's yeah the furthest thing from like a playstation mascot was, yeah the game wasn't even exclusive to playstation when it first launched yeah i'm very surprised that to begin with um but like you know, like an obvious one, like Crash Bandicoot. The fact that he wasn't in there simply because I'm 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 thinking just because nobody wanted to give the license to them to make Crash. So, uh, you know, it's amazing that they got as far as they did. Yeah, I mean, it really like, is. Even like, um, what's their Hot Shots? They had a Hot Shots golf, and I'm just like, I, I don't understand <laughs> why you couldn't just throw like Nathan Drake Cole. Um, which is, you know, like just those characters in there, and just you know, hey, like, like even like I'm, I'm, uh, Eric and I talked about this. Is like, I think I was saying before uh, Mario Kart 8 DLC finally got shown. I was like, I really just feel like the next Mario Kart is going to have all the characters in it. I feel like that's a winning formula, especially for Nintendo. Oh like, yeah, that DLC, I, I guarantee you, is selling gangbusters because who doesn't yeah. want Link in Mario Kart, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I just feel like the, the, like capitalizing on putting all you know and, and to be fair like uh, too much of a good thing is gonna wear out but I feel like capitalizing on throwing all these characters it, it's just something so huge as we see with Smash Bros being the thing it is right now for sure yeah um you know what though I feel like it has happened a couple times but those types of brawlers that are like Smash Bros but it's just hey it's with these characters now always I I don't feel like they do well at all I feel like. It, there's you'll get like a news story when it first is announced like oh hey here's a game with smash bros with these characters and it's, everyone goes oh cool but then you don't really hear people talk about it like i feel like playstation all-stars is like the biggest the most attention one of those got in a while and even yeah. that still was just like very lukewarm uh hype after it but there's been so many others that are just like it came out and then what happened to it it got swept under the rug yeah. like there's a 
There was like a Cartoon Network one that came out on 3DS like a year or two ago. Beautiful Joe had one. Beautiful Joe had one. There was a Ninja Turtles one a few years ago that was like, oh yeah, Holy what the shit. fuck? Okay. Actually, there was a. I mean, they're popular in Japan simply because they're mostly you know in Shonen Jump. But there's a lot of those Shonen Jump. Uh, oh my god, they're like All Star battles that are basically Smash, and there's just a ton of characters from all Cap those. Converse. Com- yeah, Sh- Shonen Jump, I feel like, mm, I, maybe I put that above PlayStation All-Stars in terms of um, popularity, because, I f- man, yeah. that game came out in 2006, and I feel like I still occasionally hear people mentioning that game. Yeah, that yeah, I do too. <laughs> Go to a here's convention a little, or something. Here's a little fun fact for everyone. The uh, Smash Bros, when it originally getting, was getting made, I don't know, maybe it's common knowledge, I don't know, maybe. Uh, when the 64 version was getting made, it was originally going to be just r- regular characters, like not any of the mascots yeah there was that when, screenshot yeah and when it wasn't really getting traction there there was like hey why don't we just use nintendo characters and sakurai kind of just like all right let's do it and then they showed it off and they're like all right greenlit let's do it yeah so cool actually yeah. the models that were in that screenshot they look like you know the polygon models you fight in that sort of like all polygon fighting team yeah you know, yeah those were it stages. and that was the game yeah uh, Luckily, that got changed because I, I absolutely don't think that game would have taken off. Yeah, well, oh, I mean, definitely not. <laughs> it, yeah, it just would have been like sort of like I don't know, like another Street Fighter or you know another 3D fighting game with generic characters that we don't really care about. So, yeah, I mean, it, it was it was great that uh, that they uh, that they made that big change and uh, they spawned a whole fighting game community and. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and all about that, and um, it's going to be interesting to see uh, now that there's a handheld smash and a, and a console smash. It's going to be interesting to see the competitive scene and how that goes forward now with these two different versions of uh, of the same game on different consoles. Uh. Yeah, I'm going to be surprised to see what happens with the con- uh, the handheld version when the console version comes out. Because right now, actually, there are already tons of videos online of people in the competitive community um, having small tournaments with the 3DS mm-hmm. one. And I'm wondering, it's sort of like, well, you know, when the Wii one comes out, that's going to be the one. Unless they still decide to have some videos or, you know, some tournaments, you know, it's going to be... I, I have a feeling it's going to be the Wii U for the most part. Probably. There, um, we have a scene over here where we've been playing kind of we've been playing tournaments, and so far, the general consensus is, is they're they're alternating between a uh, Project M and uh, the 3DS version for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and honestly, it just depends. I think I think if if everyone picks it up and likes it enough, then it'll, it'll stay. But um, I I mean, even if if uh, if you haven't noticed, like how portable the Wii U is too but on its own. Yeah. Like you know, you could plug that thing in and play off the gamepad. I, I feel oh, like yeah. I feel like even even the hardcore of hardcore would just do that instead of just playing the three D S version probably. Totally. But hey, I mean it's cool to see that, that pro players even care about the three D S, you know, for all intents and purposes they could have just ignored it and just said, Hey, we'll just wait till the the real version, you know. Yeah, especially because I actually do know some people who are more of competitive fans who are just kind of like getting a taste of 3DS when I'm going, eh, I'm not digging this. I'll wait for this console one too. So just to know that there is another side of that, of the competitive players mm-hmm. who are going, hey, yeah, we'll take it, is pretty cool to see. Yep, for sure. Definitely. Definitely. It's really cool to see that, uh, 
to see that side of the community uh, uh, come out. Really, the side that really wants uh, wants the 3DS to flourish. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I guess just so we talked about controls and characters, but uh, yeah, I guess what do you? I mean, have we us, talked about more of the characters? Yeah, we talked I mean, about like, three of them. Talked about well, Mega Man, Pac Man, uh, Little Mac. Um, Got. What, I know Eric's been playing Shulk a bit. Yeah, uh, yeah. I guess I was saying before this call, um, I was trying to give Shulk a chance. I never played Xenoblade Chronicles, but I was very like, you know, he, they showed his reveal trailer and he looked cool and he had like a good thing going for him, the Minata arts and all that. But in general, he just had kind of a stigma with him because I'm tired of just kind of seeing like anime characters with swords as characters, yeah. as like <laughs> yeah. Ninten- as Nintendo characters, like. You know, Link is fine. Fire Emblem characters are fine, but it's but, but uh, it was getting to be too much. But at the same time, like I was like, okay, they're they're really trying to make him unique. So I I only played the game for like two hours prior to this podcast um, recording, and I was really trying to give him a chance. Um, and he was actually a really good sword player. He was strong. I liked his moves. I was digging him. But the only thing is that those Monado arts, I don't know if I'll ever get him down because I read what they were before I started playing and. Every time I think about using one of them, I just completely blank on which one is which. Like, which, okay, so what colors are there again? It's green. It, it's like green, red, black. Um, I think is is yellow oh, one of the colors? Uh, yeah, yeah, yellow is one. Uh, I, I have to look up what they do because even now I'm blanking. On All this. I remember is uh, I think pur- is purple one. I think purple's one. Yeah, yeah. and that one's heavy, and green is jump, or you get a bigger jump. Yeah, yeah, green is jump. The yellow is heavy. I think. Oh, yes. uh, oh sorry. Oh, yeah. Uh, black. There's attack or buster, smash, and uh, let's see. There's jump, shield, speed, buster, and smash. Yeah. And okay, yeah. All right. I found it. So you can activate jump, which is higher jump, slower defense. You can activate speed, which is faster movement, weaker attacks. Shield, which is higher defense, slower movement. Buster, which is stronger attacks, weaker launch ability. Smash, which is stronger launch ability, weaker attacks, lower defense against launching. Huh. Um, and, and for the person that that like masters Shulk is gonna be, it's gonna be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, oh, yeah, th- yeah. Like I know there are people who will be wicked at this character, who will get this down, and they'll be amazing. But I'm just doing it now, and it's like there, there's like forty nine other characters that i can be like practicing with and have a better time getting good at so i think i might yeah. just pass on him but but hey i like that i like i like what they did and i i'm more accepting to him now and i gave him a chance and now that little burden is off my shoulders <laughs> cool because <laughs> i didn't exactly. want to sit here going like you know why the focus in the game and not give him a chance i gave him a chance and yeah. you know he played fine but it, he was just too complex for my brain brain to wrap around in the midst of smash mm-hmm has anyone played as Lucina? Not Lucina, Palatina. Palatina. I want to. I have not uh, yet. I, I want to, though. Um, Me too. Because c- you know what? Um, Pit was in Brawl, and that was before Kid Icarus Uprising came out. And I played with Pit, and I didn't like him so much, so I never really played with him af- like uh, much after it launched. Um, but now that K- Kid Icarus Uprising came out, and I played that, and now I've played like the other Kid Icarus games... And I really like Kid Icarus a lot. 
and it's, it's such I, a cool universe. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. it's 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 really cool. There's only a few games, but like I think they're great, and I love the story and the characters and everything that has going for them. And it was starting to make me kind of bummed that like I was never good as Pit. It was like, oh well. Uh, but then they announced Palutena, and honestly, she looked like a fighter who who would play more within the style that I usually tend to, or more of the style of the characters that I usually end up being drawn toward. Who do you uh, end up getting drawn toward? More like uh, slower fighters, like heavier hitters. In, um, like yeah, like Brawl, my main was King DDD. In Melee, my main was Ganondorf. Um, yeah, so basically, like slow and heavy is like what I'm all about. And it seemed like Lucina, like her attacks were very strong, but she definitely didn't have all the agility that Pit had. And I was like, hey, that looks like I can rock her. Did you? I think Dark Pit's difference is that he's heavier and stronger, isn't it? You, you know what? I didn't hear that until a few days ago. I always thought he was just a clone with um. In, but he'd had different final smash and the staff instead of the arm. But I, I heard that a few days ago. Now I'm really excited to unlock Dark Pit and check him out. Yeah, I've yeah. been messing around with him. I haven't I haven't touched Pit too much, so I can't really say much. Um, but he, I was hearing going in that he's kind not not to the extreme, but kind of the Ganondorf to Captain Falcon. The you know what that, that makes me really excited here because even I was checking out. I think Pit is the last character I should play with before we started this call. Um, I I was really. I was really digging Pit a lot more than I did in Brawl. But like the little tweaks they did, like his his up B recovery is is really good. Um, his new his new sidearm attack because because that arm uh, is is a weapon from Uprising, so he didn't have that in Brawl, and that is a really good move. I like that a lot. So yeah, I'm digging. I don't think I'll main him, but I'm digging Pit a lot more than I did in Brawl. And if and if Dark Pit and Palutena play even more like. Similarly to my play style, I could see me maining Dark Pit or Palutena. So I'm really excited to check out both those guys a lot. Yeah, me too. Those they look really interesting. I've never really, I never really p- played a lot of uh, Brawl, so I never really even played. I don't think I played Pit at, at all as a character. So mm-hmm. I definitely want to give all the characters though their fair chance. And uh, I've noticed that. Um, in terms of like other returning characters that have been there since like since the original Smash, uh, Samus handles pretty well. Uh, not Zero oh, Suit, yeah. but regular Samus. Aaron, <laughs> she handles pretty well still. But um, um, Green Ninja, anyone? I played a little bit of him actually. Yeah, he's interesting. I didn't realize that. Mo- I didn't. I didn't realize what that move's Shadow Sneak was. But I'm like, oh, that's actually kind of cool. As far as like you know, do you guys know what that? Move Which one is that one so- again? Uh, so Greninja has this move as it's his side B, and when you hold side B, you see a shadow run across the stage, and when you release, Greninja immediately pops where that shadow is and attacks. Jesus! Oh, that's cool. <laughs> um, yeah, he's very he's very agile. He's uh, and he actually he has a his aerial down A will you basically. You can. I don't know if you can spike necessarily, but you basically attack and jump off the head, and then you can continue with an attack afterwards. So you're getting a little bit more air afterwards. He seems interesting. There's been people who've been uh, using his up B to uh, throw people off, like the like Mario's flood. Oh, oh, because of the water. Yeah, there's a there's a funny video of this. Uh, I forget what his name is, but this dude playing uh, Mario on on stream. Obviously a pretty good player uh, playing and uh, the Green Ninja obviously kept trying to do it. He's been he's been and he's been dodging it 
and then Green Ninja hit a really good one, and Mario went from grabbing the edge to flying to the top of the screen. What? It, it looked like physics was messed up. Uh, yeah, <laughs> wow. so they're pretty much waiting until you grab the edge, and when you hop up the edge, not just climb up the edge, but when you hop up uh, from that, uh, they launch their, their up B, and they throw you off the other way. That's crazy. And that, that's been pretty much a main little thing they've been getting you with. So far in four glory mode, I've been throwing down a couple times in there. I've been playing against everyone that's just fast and it sucks. I've been throwing down as, as Mega Man in there. I've been playing at them a great ninjas, um, foxes and Sonic so far. Damn. Um, uh, that's, that's, that's something that's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you guys, have you, has anyone played Sonic yet? I haven't got a chance to, um, I played one match with them earlier and, uh, I felt like I only—it was only one match, but I felt like he played pretty similar to Brawl. Um, he's he's close to Brawl, yeah. Um, yeah, so pretty, yeah, he's close to Brawl. You know, he's fast, but if I think if you can work with that and anticipate it and control it, you can be pretty good as him. I heard he has a little more knockback in some of his moves. Is that true? I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. Um, I dude, it, I don't know because the, the, the people who know how to play Sonic are just insane. Yeah, because Sonic obviously, uh, who would have guessed, is super fast. Yeah, and having to dodge his just his homing attacks and everything, it's it it gets insane. Huh? Because he, he he will put you on the defensive. Um, I think his knockback, I as far as I can tell from at least the Smash Fest demo during E3, the general consensus was he's. Pretty much the closest character to their brawl iteration. He he's the number one person that's close to his brawl iteration. Hmm. Uh, I don't know if that's changed or not. I couldn't really tell. I haven't I haven't actually played brawl in a while, but he doesn't seem too different. Okay. Interesting. Any other any other characters you guys have played that have made like I've, impressions I've been playing on you? through. I've been playing through everyone. Like mm-hmm. I've been going through the versus matches. I haven't been I haven't been like eager. We were talking about this right before the call. There's mm-hmm. some people who are just like straight up, all right, I need all the characters right now. So one stock games right away, jump off, jump off, jump off, jump off. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been playing two stock matches. That's enough to at least get a feel for a character. Um, so I've been doing that. I've been going through his every character. Um, mm-hmm. So far, I just unlocked Rob like right before we started this. Um, I've been playing, I don't know, every every character is, is, is good. I feel like none of them are like super gimped. Uh, even like Yoshi feels like yeah. he has a, an option to live now. Actually, I actually wrecked someone with Yoshi in a Four Glory match. I w- it was just like I can't believe how good Yoshi feels. Uh huh. Like, there, there, there's a good couple of videos of just Yoshi just doing shop on people, which is so good because Yoshi is such a, is an awkward character without that 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 real recovery on him. Yeah, and that um, wind up on a lot of his moves. He has a wind up. Yeah, he's been he's been doing pretty well. Uh, Lucina is a lot of fun. I've been having a lot of fun with Lucina actually. Oh, can you tell me? So, I mean, I, I saw, I've seen a couple of videos, but it's never, it's never until you actually play as the character that you can tell what's different. Uh, how? So, in your opinion, how is Lucina differing from Marth? Okay, so Marth, I'm I'm maining Marth right now in Project M. Like, if I'm trying to play like, tournament play, that's <laughs> who I'm playing as. Um, and Marth is super awkward in the 3DS version. Like mm. I, I can't do a thing with Marth. I don't know what it is yet. Um, I, I haven't. I've been just actively avoiding Marth, like trying to just 
hide that fact that I'm like, oh man, this sucks. I really like to play as Marth in the 3DS version. Oh wow. I'll probably I'll probably throw down some more at him out probably after this call and see how it is. Um, Lucina feels like she feels more like Marth melee ish. Not there, obviously. Like Marth melee is is just insane, and that's 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 a thing that's never yeah. gonna happen ever again. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Lucina feels like a really well-rounded Marth. Um, not when general consensus was when she was first shown that she's like, oh, she's just like this hyper fast Marth. No, she's a uh, Marth is still generally the same speed uh, as uh, Lucina is. Um, but general consensus, I think Lucina's even uh, Ken, the guy who who gave Marth his name for the melee times. Uh, he's he's going for Lucina. So I think that's going to be where you're going to see a lot of pro players at. Uh, to answer that though, I think I think she. If you play Marth, do you, do you play Marth? Like, I, I played a, I played a lot of Marth with melee, and I yeah, played a too. little bit of him in brawl. But I went towards Ness and brawl. So, uh, but yeah, no, Wait, I, I've, you, I yeah. Quick tangent: Have you played Ness in 3ds version? I just played him for one match, and I can't wait to actually dive into him more. He, he's doing good. He, he's bad. He's he's doing pretty well. Yes. Uh, um, uh, but I think you'll I think you'll like Lucina a lot. Awesome. Um, I think it's funny that you were able to really weigh the the differences there because Sakurai actually said on one of the Meverse posts that Marth and Lucina are the same almost exactly except for their sword the, the, power. The sword play, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, that, and that's what I'm saying. I don't understand where it is that's different because, like I said, that people going into the analysis of it, they were saying like, oh, Lucina is going to be like so different. She's no. not like insanely different that people were originally thinking. <laughs> no, Sakura yeah. said they're not except for yeah. <laughs> like the day after. Oh yeah. Yeah. When you see, if you look at the intense analysis, people put that trailer through, like you see, she has an extra swing right there. She, and it's funny. Yeah. That you said she, that she is a clone, yeah. but, um, I mean, I think she's a clone as to how like, almost how like Martha was a clone where those two are just generally just different characters that they feel like they're just, they're just a different feel to Lucina that I'm just, I'm just getting with it. Oh, that's good. Um, and I don't know, there's something off with Marth, but, uh, no, I, I do think it's funny that there was <laughs> Sakurai. Sakurai is, is such a troll that he just sometimes just straight up, just like throws everyone off. Just like, no, it's, it's just the blade guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And last note that I kind of want to throw out for everyone is, uh, Anyone playing as Rosalina? Uh, yeah. Oh, shoot. Wow. Yes. <laughs> She's what? fun. She is very fun. I think. So I think Eric. I think she, she might be a character you might like. I think so too. Because yeah. I was thinking the opposite. Because, like I like I've said a few times, like my, that when I'm playing Smash, I don't I don't think too much about the very advanced mechanics. Like I can't do Shulk very well. So when I saw that she has a puppet character, and was like, oh, you could do this with the Luma, and that with the Luma, and bounce them around and duel. I was like. Man, that is such a cool, cool thing, but I don't know if I'll be able to just hook on to a secondary thing like that. That's okay, because she hits hard. Mm-hmm. Like, just in oh. general. Even without the Luma, she yeah. hits very hard. She's and, a heavy and character. She oh, is. Good. And float, and she she has an amazing, like, recovery, too. Like, uh-huh. I, I remember I did her, just her jump, and I was just like, that's really high. Just her jump. Yeah, we um, were playing, uh, me and Max were playing a bunch of matches right before uh, this recording. And I think you played as, uh, yeah, Rosalina a few times, and she was, yeah, she can really hit for hit you for damage, a lot of damage. Yeah. 
Um, that, you know, it's good to hear, though. I'm really excited to play her now. Uh, and I want to be excited to play her because I actually do like Rosalina as a you, character. You don't have yeah, to think... Cool. You don't have to think of the Luma that much. I mean, it's it's almost like a step down of the basics of Ice Climbers, which is what her premise, I believe, was on. Was yeah. uh, having a secondary character that, that you can work with if you really try to. Otherwise, they're just a character there that is either in your way or, or, or not, I should say, in your way. Or, who's kind of just there. Yeah. yeah. It can take care of itself, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It can take care of itself. And if you want to go super technical with it, you can, but you don't have to at all. Yeah. Yeah. You know? uh, I'd like to try, but yeah, I'll still definitely see what I can do with her. Definitely not as intricate nearly as Shulk, 100. Yeah. Uh, percent I, I believe that. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but you know what? I, I it's funny. Every time I think about Rosalina now, it sort of makes me realize uh, the the whole thing with the ice climbers being taken out due to 3ds limitation, and it that that almost confuses me because the ice climbers. It's just you. You really control one of them, and the other one just mirrors your moves. But the with Rosalina, you're controlling like almost a secondary character. So I'm surprised that that was able to make it, and like the for whatever reason, the programming and processing was able to handle that, but it wasn't able to handle just this other character who could have that, but you don't control. It's that. because um, the ice climbers, you're essentially re- replicating an extra character, and they have the exact same moves, you know. Yeah. So Popo and Nana both have up B, they both have down Bs, they both have the side, you know, they both can all do these range of attacks. Uh, and Lumas can't necessarily, you know, they obviously don't have those attacks. They can do something, but they don't have those attacks. Yeah, so I guess. It, yeah. And it wasn't that the 3DS couldn't handle that, but it was when the 3DS has four players playing as Ice Climbers, when you have eight, you know, those characters doing each of those attacks, that, that's what kind of hit the 3DS hard. Yeah, yeah, I I could see that now. Yeah, the little Luma definitely doesn't have like the com- complex move set that a regular character does. Yeah, it's like it's like Pikmin and all of our like you know those characters they have right. they, they have an AI, but they don't have the intricate AI of almost like a secondary character. True, and that's sad. I'm really kind of pumped, guys. I I didn't really give yeah. a shit about the ice climbers, but I'm just kind of sad to see. Yeah, they were they were a staple, but I I never played with them. Me it, isn't it insane how they had a picture on the front box art of Melee? Yeah. Uh, you know what? I was actually just thinking about that like a few days after it happened because uh, in my room I actually have Melee, so uh, it's standing up and I can see like its front cover. And I was actually just looking at it for a second. I was like, my climbers are on the front of this box. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. insane. Like, I feel like any other character should have probably been on the front, but like Ice Climbers, really? Uh, um, Rock and roll. But hey, anyone... you know what? Every, one, every other character is part of like a franchise, but Ice Climbers only have one game. That's right. And it's kind of sad to see, like, you know, it's sad to see Lucas go, because it's like, oh, now we're back to one Earthbound, uh, Earthbound rep. Yeah. Um, or Mother rep, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Uh, mm-hmm. But, yeah. I mean, it sucks to see a whole franchise, you know, taken out. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Totally. Um, I feel like, uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, go, go, go for it, go for it. Uh, speaking of that, and there's one other character I want to talk about after, but, you know, with it's gone, they gave us the coolest mother slash earthbound stage. Oh, yeah. Ever. Dude, that is an awesome like, stage. That, that is, is a great stage. stage. Good that, stage. Not, not only is that a good stage, but that stage makes up for fucking New Pork City and Brawl. It, oh, totally. Stage. I know. <laughs> I, I hate big mazy stages that you can just get lost around. Like I like that's, big stages where you can like you know branch off and do this thing, but I hate when there there's too big and that stage was. Well, like, there's, there's Hyrule Temple and yeah. it's like okay, I get that. There was that stage and it was like a challenge to get from one end to the other. Yeah, I didn't, I wasn't a fan <laughs> that of that insane. either. Especially was, as a 
as a mother character with their with their awkward recovery as it is getting from one end to the other of that stage uh, as that character it was a nightmare yeah fuck it, it was. but yeah magic as, hand is so good looking it's got a good layout to it it's very simple it does it, it's flying got great man it's so awesome great yeah flying a, man great visuals i fucking love that stage makes up for it yeah i love yeah. seeing earthbound in the background that's oh my god so that's great. a really good stage i'm so happy you know it, it's almost funny you could probably just imagine sakurai just like all right we have to cut this character we have to make a really good stage from now uh, yeah that's yeah. exactly what i was thinking too <laughs> yeah what what, do you, what are you guys' favorite stages then i think that stage takes takes a lot of the cake for me yeah magic yeah. can for me as well that is a great stage um, man, you know what? I, I was actually just thinking, like, the 3DS doesn't, or the 3DS version of the game doesn't have as many stages as the console versions, but I feel like they really did, like, go do good creative things with the stages, and I, li- I like what they did a lot, and I feel like th- there's so much stuff that really actually, like, pulls from, like, the, like, video games as new as a kid, because I feel like, you know, every Smash game, you know, there's some stuff you know very well, and there's some stuff you don't, but I feel like this... This this smash has like the fewest amount of stuff I don't fewest amount of stages that I don't know. Like I feel like I know most of what they ended up putting in. Like mm-hmm. there's the F Zero stage, and one of the only F Zero games I ever played was the one on the Game Boy Advance. And oh they, man, there, and there's a stage that's just the Game Boy Advance F Zero there. So I was like, oh my god, this is like the I'm because I I I mean not only did I play it, but I actually played it a lot. I love that one. Oh. So yeah, that 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 one really spoke to me. And like the Game Boy Kirby stage because I oh, played so cool one or two of like the newer kirby's but i played the original which is kirby one dreamland one and two on game boy very much the on game Bo- like game boy kirby was where a lot of my most nostalgic memories lie so to see that that game boy stage was just a full-on kirby's dreamland stage that was like wow this just fucking speaks to me in a really good way yeah. like you and me uh, both yeah. i love the stages anyone all super into the tomodachi stage and how it takes your me and puts it in the room I yeah. thought that was cool. And actually, yeah. I remember seeing a lot of people say, like, it's kind of annoying that you can't see the whole house. Like, oh, I yeah. like that. I, I like yeah. that. Too. I actually like that, too. I thought, and actually, it, it if it is annoying, it doesn't seem like that much of a hindrance. I, I mean, it never, I, I, I thought it was cool. No, because even in the game, you have to kind of, like, tap to go to every room, and you, have, you see it one by one. Oh, really? Oh, that's cool. I believe so, yeah. right? I mean, I'm I, not going crazy. I, I, I know in the, in the apartments that you have to tap to go to each room. Oh. I just um, uh, I just like um, the fact that like you could be brawling in one section and then get hit to another and discover an item that dropped there that you didn't notice before because it was hidden and you're like oh wait this good item is here oh now I fucking got him like yeah yeah, yeah. It, mm-hmm. like and just the way it could hide items too like that that I feel like it just yeah it, like it, it's a very simple layout and a very simple concept but it definitely adds a whole another layer to the way that a match can go down. That yeah. not many other stages I could think of uh, can do for sure. I never Eric's, about Eric's favorite stage is obviously every Final Destination stage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't mind Final Destination actually. Of, of like all like the generic competitive traits like box Final Smash Bowl, well, like I actually do like Final Smash matches occasionally. I I just uh, I just hate Final Smash with no items like that to me. Final Destination. Like, it, let's let's have something going here. <laughs> Yeah. No, it, it, I think I think it's kind of a good little fan service thing to do because because every because it, it's like hey we're doing all this work in every other stage, we should probably make a way for these people who are obviously not gonna care enough to go to these stages to go to these stages and see what we have. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Especially with all the good artistry and music, I mean, you should. It's like you should be able to see all this stuff. It's like right. there was so much hard work put into all of this. It's like. Oh yeah. I really um, I really like the Paper Mario stage a lot too. Oh yeah. 
that they, all have a, they all have like a certain little quirk to it. It's nice. Yeah, I just I just love the fact that you know the, this the whole thing revolves around the whole like mechanics of Paper Mario and just the paper changing to different forms and the level is constantly changing from you know the windmill area to like Bowser's castle. I thought that was all really cool. Yeah. Yeah, fuck. I I'm so I, I yeah, I just love how there's just a slight gimmick to every stage that really makes it like, "Oh, hey, this stage has this thing going for it. That's awesome." Like yeah. I mean, even the Golden Plain stage, which is just, hey, that's just a fucking Super Mario level, which, you you know, you always have those, and it's like, yep, this is the Super Mario level, but this time it's like, well, no, this level has coins. You can collect coins in this one, and if you get, like, 100, you have, like, a special thing happen, and it's like, no, there's more than just this is a Mario stage going on here. Like, you, you're, you're given an extra slight objective if you want to take it on top of that. Like, it's pretty cool. Um, really quick, I want to throw this out there. Would anyone be super disappointed if uh, the Wii U version had extra characters? No, I would be disappointed. Uh, extra characters exclusive to the Wii U version. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. Ooh. Um. Hmm. Um. You, you know what? I'd be down with it because I do plan on getting the Wii U version. I've always planned on getting a both version, so I know I'll be able to experience them in some capacity. But I, I know so many people who are not on board with the Wii U. You know, even Smash Bros hasn't sold them and are going to stick with the 3DS one. And I just have to. I also just think of all the bitching I'm gonna hear. That's so fucking stupid. Only fucking exclusive characters for a fucking Wii U. I don't want to buy a fucking Wii U. I just all all that all the bitching about the Wii U is already ringing in my head, and that already makes yeah. me yeah. Never mind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> already with the there's already the bitching about the three. I, I've seen way too many. The 3DS is holding the Wii U version back, and I'm like, you know what, dude. Like, look at what they... they you, I think it's actually kind of cool what they did because of the limitations, like changing up Sheik and Zelda yeah. and, and those tra- characters yeah. that would transform. Because it's sort of like, hey, you know what? They're, if anything, they just made these characters not stale. Like, it, I, I, you know, like, yeah, no, I was reading the thing that Sakurai said about it where he said that on one hand, you know, we kind of had to lose the uniqueness of transforming characters, but on the other hand, it allowed us to... Having having to do this essentially because of the 3ds version allowed us to actually like work hard on individual characters and really strengthen them like exactly yeah. Charizard and shit. And I like that because, um, yeah, I don't know. Like I, I the transforming characters are a neat thing and they're fun, but I honestly never really use them much. Just Me because, either. I yeah, always yeah. use that. Never use transforming uh, characters, especially. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna get shit for this. I'm the only one who was excited that Charizard was his own thing. Because. Oh, totally. <laughs> I love I love that too. Charizard was awesome. Yeah, because I mean, I like again, Pokemon Trainer was a great idea. I love that it was like, hey, you can play the three, you know, evolutions from the three. And, and it even had stamina to make you play like Pokemon. Yeah, but that was the thing I didn't like. Is I'd get so wrapped up in a fight, I would constantly forget to change out my Pokemon. It was just a thing I was never thinking about because I've never had to really think about that before. So I, I just never caught on to Pokemon Trainer as much as I love the idea and love the way it was done. Um, so, so yeah, I, I had to drop them and it made me sad. But and again, I, I play as heavy hitters and uh, Charizard's good one. Yeah, Charizard. So Charizard was the the Pokemon out of all the Pokemon Trainer characters that I used the most. So once it was like, hey, we're just taking Charizard out. He's his own thing, and we're beefing out. I was like, perfect fucking perfect like that that's exactly like what i always wanted to brawl because yeah when i wasn't good as Pokemon trainer i was like i don't wish i could just you know i'm just <laughs> i'm just slightly sad to not play squirtle anymore because squirtle's, squirtle's yeah good. yeah squirtle definitely had a novelty to him i understand that sliding around everywhere is great 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. How is so? Did you get a chance to play as Charizard? Not yet. I, I I'm dying to though. I really I, want to. There's a lot I there. saw his side B. The flare blitz looks crazy. Like, like it looks insanely powerful. So I think you'll be pleased. Also, controversial opinion potentially. So yeah. happy they went with uh, Charizard from Pokemon X rather than Y. Yeah, I, I, you know, I don't, I never played X or Y, so I don't know what the other evolution looks like. Oh, I, I just remember what it looked like. It's, it's kind of just like yeah, Charizard, but a little more like, like, um, who's uh, Trico's final evolution? Septile. Yeah, he like, looks kind of septile, like Charizard oh, and Septile had a baby. Oh, weird. Um, no, I'm. To, to me, that's not controversial, just because when I was a kid. I don't know, maybe you guys heard this rumor too, but when I was a kid and there was only, you know, red and blue Pokemon, I I remember there was kids who would always tell me rumors of Charizard has a forced tra- evolution and it's a black Charizard and it's like black Charizard. <laughs> so this came true for you. That's crazy. <laughs> and, and, like, and I remember that and like people actually like show me pictures they found online, which are probably fake, of like actual black Charizard. And I remember always hearing about that and that always sounded fucking rad to me because I love Charizard as a kid too. Mm-hmm. Man, um, the 3ds is full of like childhood dreams for you, isn't it? I know. It really like, is. It's like, it, like honestly, like out of all the Smash Bros, this one definitely packed in the just a very specific nostalgia for me, and I'm I'm getting a lot out of it. But yeah, I would always hear about this black Charizard, and I, I, you know, occasionally I still even look it up online to see if there was any truth to that, even if it was just a glitch and a shiny or something like that. And it seems like no, that was just something that was made up. So yeah, once I saw it in uh you know x and y that it was yeah. um there was a black charizard you could transform into i was like holy shit like yeah. that yeah. was like a ch- like a dead childhood dream suddenly got revived like yeah. charizard has another transformation and it's fucking black uh and i i definitely felt that way too when i watched the pokemon origins anime and it ended that way i don't know if any spoilers if you guys ever watched oh yeah, it. yeah 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 oh well, by I, the way that's all on youtube and it's really interesting to watch so if you oh is it yeah yeah it's, it, go watch it it's actually really fun yeah, it, it's a good series. It's a good mini series. It could have done it's a like, lot what, more. It's like six episodes. It's four. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Go do that. It, it feels. It, you know what? Is that a bridge? What do you mean? It's not a bridge because watching it because the way they edited it and they wrote it makes it feel like you missed an episode every single oh, time. Oh, oh, yeah. Because because every episode, each of the four episodes focus on like one event from the first two games, but they all start with like with these these recaps that actually like are like uh you know uh in between these last two episodes uh are you know red went to here and there and there and it goes through like all the stuff that we go through in the game but like a really quick like almost like recap and i yeah i can see what you mean by it would it would make you feel like you missed stuff but yeah, it's like cliff notes basically for the game yeah yeah it, but every every episode focused on like a bigger thing like you know the first one was like you know okay you know uh red and gary you know pick the starters and you know he uh red gets his first badge and you know, the last episode is like the actual Pokemon, uh, you know, the the championships and all that. Um, yeah, the Elite Four. But yeah, like it it all sticks to mostly like red and blue stuff, like red and blue Pokemon and stuff mm-hmm. in those games. But at the end, they actually do throw in a little twist and they actually reveal, you know, Charizard's Mega Evolution. So yeah, that that was like the very first time I actually felt like, oh my god, like this this childhood thing is coming to fruition. <laughs> Was when I was watching a series that was just based on those games, and it ended with the thing I heard about for so long, rumored as a kid with the black twins. I was like, "This is fucking surreal." Let's just see yeah. this like, 
animated. There you and go. Yet, so yeah, I'm all about that, and I'm all about Charizard could becoming Mega Charizard in the fucking Smash Bros. Like it's it's oh, all yeah for me. Yeah, and on good stuff. yeah, good stuff, and and Smash Brothers 3DS fulfilling childhood dreams. What more? So what, excited. What more can up. you? What more can you say? Just need to beat up Duck Hunt Dog, and we're all good. Exactly. Oh man, I saw some really good videos of Duck Hunt Dog being used. He looks oh. really he, good. He's like Snake, kind of. Isn't I'm hearing right? Kind of. He, like... oh, his smash is like hurt bad, and a lot of it. Yeah, there's a lot of planting of <laughs> of stuff. So I don't know if you guys know his moves, but his neutral B is kicking that can. If you keep pressing B, every time you press B, the light gun will shoot the can so you can control the arc of it. Even like even after you're not you haven't shot it and it's just been stationary for a few seconds, you can continue to shoot it afterwards. So you can actually have some really tricky ledge game using that can. Um, can't wait to and, play him. Yeah. And his side B is is throwing that um, clay pigeon and when it gets to the area that you want it to, if you press B again, uh, the light gun will shoot that multiple times, and that that almost constitutes like a smash, like as far as damage and knockback. It's it's pretty nuts. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Very yeah, cool. I'm, I'm it's it's almost crazy how the two characters I'm like almost so excited for were Bowser Jr. and Duck Hunt, and I'm just I'm still trying. To... <laughs> yeah. So close. So close. So close, but so far. Also, uh, one of my friends who runs the Smash team here, he he's just so gaga over this year for the Koopa Kids. Oh, oh that's he was so... just, he he loved the, but he's just like, dude, if you told me like a year ago that hey the Koopa Kids are gonna be in two of your favorite franchises of all time, like all of them, I would I would thought you're just lying to me. <laughs> and here yeah. they are, and here they, they are. are. Alts but, and um, announcer sounds. I was like, oh my god. Okay, so the best part ever, in, in screw Sack right for it, is uh, Roy has the Roy chant from Melee. Oh, he does? He has, <laughs> Roy's our boy. That's oh, wow. Straight up just stolen from Roy from Melee. That's amazing. That's great. <laughs> That's great. But, um... Good talk, I, I guess, yeah, I guess, I guess, I guess just final thoughts, then, um... I guess for those who've never played a smash brothers game before would you guys recommend it absolutely yeah. so it's a good way to get into it i think really yeah i and... think so too especially if you're afraid of playing it and with people or you don't have it you, you i should say if you don't if you have a 3ds get it because then you can have personal time with it and i know a lot of people who don't like smash just never found a way to actually play it which is why it's so intimidating. So I think this is the perfect way if you have a 3DS. Here's the thing, especially, I think now, not only because you're, you're getting on bottom floor from a new Smash game, um, I think the the appeal market, as we were talking earlier, the pro players might end up moving on. And I think a lot of the just like really casual, like, hey, let's just play Smash for just, you know, just mess around. I think that's going to be a lot of the crowd on 3DS. So I think this might be the most ideal version for anyone yeah, trying to get that. Yeah, it'll be like a very comforting feel. I feel like the 3DS version because I, because yeah, 3DS. I feel like handhelds in general are just very more casual multiplayer games mm-hmm. than than you would play on a console with people. So yeah, just in general, I feel like you'll definitely warm up more uh, to the crowd and the game in general. 
definitely. Yeah, I, I, I agree as well. I think if you are a more casual player of Smash Brothers in general, like I guess like me, and just wants, uh-huh. you know, someone... And you just want, you know, something to take on the go with you or whatever, if you're on the train or something, and if you're going to, like, a, a theme park or something, it can be really, probably be really great to just, you know, pull it out and just play a quick match of it or something. Just mm-hmm. just, to, just to know that you have, like, Smash Brothers in your hand, you can just take on the go, it's it's really cool. It's really cool, so I, I definitely recommend it for casual players as well, people who are just getting into the game, but... uh yeah, this is this has been a good talk, guys. Been going on for going on for a little bit here for a but, game uh, that's like less than twenty four hours old. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for real. Yeah, I, was, I was almost thinking like uh, like earlier today. I was like, should we wait like a week to record this, or is this gonna <laughs> or are we gonna have like enough? But I mean, I mean, we're mostly still talking about like stuff we could probably could have talked about like before the game coming out. But even still, like yeah, th- th- this has been pretty good. Yeah. yeah, we're just scratching the surface, though. I mean, I'm sure. I think definitely. I think we can come back to one of these after the Wii U launch, and we'll be good. For sure. Oh, definitely. For sure, mm-hmm. we're doing a follow up special and compare the two versions a little bit, and, and uh, talk about our progress that we've all made in the 3DS version. For sure. Hopefully, mm-hmm. maybe have uh, maybe have other guests on and talk about it as well. But uh, yeah, yeah, Adrian, Max, thank you so much for for coming on. Oh, thank you for having me. And, uh, yeah, once again, if, uh, you know, if anyone has uh, any emails or questions or whatever about, you know, Smash or whatever. Anything. Anything at all. Anything. Hey, put a question out. Who are you guys playing as? Who are your favorite characters? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Good, good question. Yeah. Hey, yeah, if we said anything that was very indifferent to what you had to say, if we were completely off the mark about something, tell us how you felt. Tell us what you think. Yeah. If you think one of us described a character totally wrong, tell us. Exactly. If you have a favorite stage or a a favorite, uh, you know, favorite characters or or whatever in general about Smash, email uh, cellshockpodcast at gmail.com. That's cellshockpodcast at gmail.com, all one word. Um, but yeah, thanks uh, so much again, guys, uh, for joining us. And uh, all you listeners out there, you have a good morning, afternoon, good night, whatever time you're listening to the Cell Shock podcast. Have a good one, everybody. Congratulations.